podcast recording of Easter Sunday, Ian Mosby explores the significance of the resurrection for Christians in the 21st century. A reading from Luke chapter 24. That on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you, while he was still in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told them to the, told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to be an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen clothes by themselves. Then he went home amazed at what had, had, had happened. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened, while they were talking and discussing. Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognising him. And he said to them, what are you discussing with each other while you are walking along? They said, still look, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty indeed and word before God and all the people and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they f did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted, them, interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he was going on, but they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. 
So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognised him, and he vanished from their sight. And so it is that we arrive at Easter, passing through the testing, crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We have once again immersed ourselves in the story of God's love and God's desire to challenge the powers and bring restitution to all things through the shock of the resurrection. And so we encounter two important stories of the resurrection. The first, the woman finding the tomb empty and the other of the disciples encountering Jesus on the road to Emmaus. I love the first story because of its shock and disorientation. The story is shocking, but I also love that Jesus appeared to the women disciples first. And let's just get that straight, they were women disciples, and Mary Magdalene was an important one. So Jesus appeared first to the women as a sign again of how God privileges the poor and the marginalised, and they are dramatically shocked. They experience something that they can only make sense of in hindsight, and it begins in shock and disbelief. And the road to Emmaus also speaks much to us today. I believe that although the two disciples did not recognise Jesus on the road to Emmaus, Jesus recognised them. That he saw them as if they were the only two people in the world. And I believe that the reason why the resurrection is more than just an extraordinary event that took place some 2,000 years ago and then was over and done with, is that even as I speak these words and you listen to them, Jesus also sees each of us like that. In this dark world where you and I see so little because of our unrecognising eyes, he whose eye is on the sparrow sees each one of us and profoundly loves us. And I believe that because he sees us in our entirety, that not even the darkness of death are we lost to him or lost to each other. I believe that whether we recognise him or not, or believe in him or not, or even know his name, again and again and again, Jesus comes and walks a little way with us, along whatever road we are following, whether we recognise him or not. And I believe that through something that happens to us, or something we see, or somebody we know, we can ever guess how or when or where. Jesus offers us, the way he did at Emmaus, the bread of life, offers us a new hope, a new vision of light that not even the dark world can overcome. That is the word on Easter Sunday, that it sounds forth on renewed tongues. We Christians are a people formed in the hope of transformed and transfigured lives offered through the resurrected Jesus. Without it, I firmly believe there is no hope for our world, increasingly distorted by violence and the human ego as a form of blind evil. Easter is a shocking miracle that gives me hope. On the road to Emmaus, the disciples were shocked and began to work out what Jesus is really all about, 
and start to appreciate the Missio Dei, the mission of God the Holy Trinity, to draw all things back into right relationship and harmony with God. We are the Easter people, and although we face the great threats of ecocide, greed, and a society increasingly oppressed by economics and the global market in the demise of the church, these tongues of hope, of walking in expectation of the presence of God, need not fade away, but rather be a rallying cry to remember why we are called to live another way, the way of love and service and obedience to our God Jesus Christ. This is the saving and holy word that flickers among us. This is the light that can enlighten our darkness and draw us all to what, to what is good. This is the miracle of the resurrection and we will allow room and we need to allow room to our disbelief to allow God to be a miracle to us that seeks to walk alongside us before us and below us all the days of our life. Amen. Christ is risen. Alleluia, alleluia. He is risen indeed. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks for listening to the Moot Community Podcast. If you'd like more information on who we are and what we do, please visit www.moot.uk.net. Thank you.